1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Photography Podcast Analog Talk. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. Our special guest is James from Casual Photophile and F Stop Cameras. Say hi, James. Hey, everybody. So we wanted to start off uh, the podcast by asking, can you give our listeners just a background of how you got started in photography?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, oh yeah, to every episode, and it's it's great. Thank Looking you. forward to uh, many more. So keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So how I started out was uh, just taking pictures in high school with a sort of cheap little digital point and shoot camera. From there, I went to college and took the uh, normal photography 101. And uh, that was it. It's just sort of been a lifelong hobby since then. I'm I'm 33 years old now, uh, so I've, I've been shooting for about 15 years, maybe a little longer. And yeah, it's uh, just one of those things. I think like a lot of people, I'm I'm the guy in the family that always has a camera with him, yep. right? So oh, me too, uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, so and every every for now for me now it's like every week there's a different camera. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> which is good and bad. We could we could talk about the pros and cons of that a, a lot, but.
1: That's interesting that you said you you started with a digital point and shoot because I was wondering I was I thought we were around the same age and f- mm-hmm. so high school was like ninety nine like two thousand that's when I picked up a camera and it was film it was a Pentax film camera and I oh, remember really? the first digital camera I had was like like a it was like a half a megapixel or something like that <laughs> and I was like this is never going to be a thing little did I know like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I had cameras before that I had film cameras that the family had and I would use them but. The first camera that I like went to the camera store and bought yeah. with my own with my own money, you know, for the specific purpose of making you know good photos. And the listeners can't see, but I was doing air quotes <laughs> when I when I said good. But yeah, it was it was just like a little like you said, maybe two or three megapixel um, Minolta point and shoot, which I think I still have, but I, I would have to dig around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the way I got into film cameras was I shot Minolta DSLR for a long time and sort of fell out of the hobby a little bit for a couple of years uh and then I was like oh I really want to you know I need to get back into photography and this was maybe like 10 years ago so I started looking up Minolta cameras because I had that brand loyalty thing yeah mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so funny. and it was like oh
0: well uh well I guess uh, Minolta's you know just got they they had just gotten out of the consumer uh market so I was like oh I guess I'm not getting a Minolta um, <laughs> so
1: sad. <laughs> yeah, so, but
0: that led me to look at old Minolta cameras, which, yeah. you know, then it was film, and then it was like, oh, I can shoot film. Let's try that. And that was, that was kind of it. So since then, anytime I'm shooting for myself or for the website, I'm usually shooting film. And then if I have to do some work or something, it's obviously digital. But anyway, yeah, so that's my a little bit too long story as to how I got into cameras and and where i am now
1: so the the photography class you took in college was that just like basic darkroom stuff
0: uh i actually think it was a, a digital oh um, wow photography class yeah oh, which yeah. was i remember when i told people that at the time they're like oh that's really weird yeah but it, I, I guess maybe it was sort of towards like the beginning of where people were seeing that's where that was going yeah. so they, they had the standard sort of film photography and they had digital and when i was uh, 19 years old I was like oh, well I'm gonna go with the digital yeah yeah stats. <laughs> but yeah so sorry guys
1: um, <laughs> no was just interesting because I, I kind of had the same path I I started shooting in high school you know, I had a boyfriend who was in bands and stuff like that and then I went to I took like a two semesters of community college before i ended up going to photography school and i remember sitting in the like in the administration office with my dad like signing up for classes and he was like they're like any extra like curricular ones that you want to do and i was like do you have photography And my dad was like well well because i was like what do you have for photography and and basically like we have one darkroom class so i took the Mm -hmm. one darkroom class that was like you know we developed our own film we went in the darkroom and then that was it i was like can i sign up for like again and they were like no <laughs> that's it so that's we have you can only yeah, yeah you can only take it once so when we started looking you know I had a friend who was a year younger than me and I was working at the, at the uh, photo lab at my local CVS and he came in and was like oh yeah he had just taken photos there was like a bear in his front parents front yard and they ended up <laughs> using the photos for like the local newspaper and he no started way. talking to me about He was like yeah I'm going to photography school actually and I was like wait what what do you mean and he was like, yeah, there's a photography school I'm going to go to. And I, and I was like, tell me everything. And we ended up <laughs> going, you know, doing the, the school tour. And and, and mm. I didn't come back to uh, community college. I started uh, photography school that next um, October. Or, yeah. Wow. So. That's good. But man. it's crazy that, 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 you know, that it was just one class and that was it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. That is really weird. Something, right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: They definitely, when I was in high school, they definitely had, you know, they have like photography 101, basically where you're learning all the, you know learning your way around the camera and then it kind of went into a developing class and then I remember taking a couple they would do like independent studies too where it's basically just like instead of sitting in a study hall like I'm doing my own projects in and that was pretty cool I wish I would have been more focused on photography rather than girls in high school but, <laughs> it, but I, I remember it I remember the you know the smell of the dark room and you know it definitely sparked a whole a whole other side of things later in time that I didn't realize were there. It's good that they have these things in school for kids.
1: So James, can you tell us about how um, you started Casual Photo File and how that came about?
0: So what I was sort of talking about when I picked up uh, Minolta film camera, that was the camera I shot for a long time, for for years. And that was it. I was just shoot film. I wasn't doing anything with it. The website didn't exist at this point. And every time I shoot it, I mean, I just loved it. It was like this amazing machine and everybody that... Well, not not everybody, but a lot of people would ask me, oh, are you shooting a film camera? What is that? You know, there was interest. Anytime I would go in the city, uh, go into Boston and walk around the North End or uh, Seaport or anything like that, people would just stop me and want to know more about it. And I, I I went to school for for writing, for English and journalism. So that was sort of what I always wanted to do, but I wasn't doing anything with that. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of hit me one day that I could probably combine what I went to school for with something that I was really interested in, which was, was cameras. So yeah, I just sort of launched into writing about cameras. Uh, the first article I ever published was on that Minolta camera. Um, it's still up. It it was published in 2014, I think, uh, early 2014. And I'm sure if I went back and read it now, I would be kind of like, oh, this is, you know, you you get those cringes that you get sometimes. yeah. Yeah. I guess that that's what started. I just wanted to tell people, more people than who I was just running into on the street uh about this one particular camera. Yeah. And so I did that, I wrote it, I put it out there. Uh the site looked a lot different than it does today.
1: It's a great um, website by the way. There's a lot of really Yeah, great it definitely content looks great.
0: There. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh yeah, we're we're we have 5 people writing for the site now. So awesome. Um, oh wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and we we've got some really excellent uh part-time contributors like um the former president of uh, Pentax Ned Bunnell. He writes uh he's gonna be writing a a bunch of uh lens reviews for us.
1: It's amazing. Um
0: I actually just talked to him earlier today about about sort of being like the Pentax uh sort of uh culture representative for the site. So yeah, we have we have stuff like that. We have a lot of features that um sort of like bloggy posts that are like top five lists. Yeah. Which, you know, admittedly aren't the most uh, yeah, In-depth reads are amazing content, but uh, the one, the, do the like one them. that I
1: saw that I w- really liked was top top five film cameras from the nineties.
0: Oh and yeah, I'm a nineties jo- kid, yeah. <laughs> so I was like,
1: yes,
0: <laughs> yes. I think uh, yeah, Josh. I think Josh wrote that. If you guys, if anyone listening, you know, knows the site, they'll they'll probably know Josh because he's he's been uh, working on the site uh, the longest out of anyone there uh, besides myself, and he he is like a total. 90s kid. Yeah. like it's so <laughs> funny. But anyway, yeah, if you follow him on Instagram or whatever um, Which you can you can find his links through the site and every, everything like that But um, you'll see he's just uh, it's like Pokemon and uh, lots of like LA culture. And yeah <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's pretty fun. But yeah, so we have like those bloggy type posts that are sort of like, you know quick reads like here check this out and enjoy, you know, five minutes of uh, thinking about cameras um, then, of course, we have like the in-depth stuff we do, camera reviews, um lots of features and opinion pieces. um and those those generate a lot of traffic. I think people really like to read about like the philosophy behind cameras and photography and uh, all that stuff. but yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, I just started. I wanted to talk about cameras, and uh, I think we're three, maybe, yeah, three and a half to almost four years later. The readership is just is just. Massive is much, much more than I could have ever hoped for. Awesome, Uh, super, super thankful for that. Um, if anyone listening reads the site, thank you so much. It became our full time job, that's wonderful. uh, That's like almost
1: unheard of nowadays, you know what I mean? That's so, oh, yeah, that's so awesome that it's like, (laughs) like, yeah, that's great.
0: Now, my wife says that too about how hard it is to, to. make a living doing something you love doing yeah so I'm, yeah very grateful for that it's
1: inspiring and,
0: yeah uh, very very much so yeah i hope i mean i wish everyone could could do that i mean obviously it's lots of work and and it's a little bit stressful and and uh all that stuff but it would be great if everybody could just do what they want to do yeah. <laughs> and, and still agree still have a house you yeah. know, to live in or, or whatever all the
1: starving um, artists out here especially in la yeah. it's like
0: <laughs> i know you I know, know. good <laughs> but yeah so that's that's the story with casual photophile if, if no one's been there you're listening you haven't been there check it out um all we really want to do is help you enjoy the hobby more that's sort of the brief when we have our meetings with the with the writers we just always sort of remind everyone we just want to entertain people and uh, help them have a good time yeah uh, with cameras so you
1: guys if you haven't checked out you'll, you'll get lost for i was on the site for like well, like an hour the other day just like going through all the articles um so it is is definitely a great place for for everybody to yeah. uh, check out yeah
2: thanks so much uh before we change topics of the website mm-hmm. i just wanted to talk about um you had the one the one article on there i think you wrote it personally is why you got rid of your camera collection and yeah let's talk about that Man, that hit that hit, that
1: t- hit Timothy. home with me because <laughs> yeah. I have people. I
0: have a, yeah, people listening can't see, but we're we're doing this and we have video and I can see behind <laughs> Timothy there's like yeah. I mean, the, the video quality isn't great, but I can see there's there's like thirty five cameras on this yeah. show. <laughs> That's just the ones on display. Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> mine so. in the
1: corner there.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I was scoping those out, like, before we were we were recording. It yeah, yeah. was like, what's he got over there? What's that? I think I see an XA. There's, like, a box to an XA, I think. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> it's just
2: funny because, you know, I, I know you run the... The f-stop shop like you you sell cameras and stuff and it's just like i i i go to i I do thrifting i'm chris does Mm -hmm. too you know we we enjoy going out and you know the hunt of looking for cameras and stuff like that and it is so easy to just you know add another camera to your collection and it really does like from what i got from that article it 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 starts to take away Mm -hmm. you know your collection takes away from actually working on your photography and stuff because you're out trying you know you're doing a different camera every other day you know or every day you're shooting a different camera and like i can't tell you how many of those cameras behind me are loaded with like 4 to 14 frame shot and like I don't know when the last time I picked them up is because yeah. I I'm worried about something else right now that I got, you know, and like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. It's true. A, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so that that article started. Uh, Josh wanted to write an article about uh, you know, gear acquisition syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like colloquially refers to it as and cleverly as gas. Every <laughs> uh, Josh wanted to write a piece about that for like three months and he was trying he would like write halfway you know, not sure it wasn't working, and 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 eventually, he just said to me one day, he's like, "All right, I can't do it." He's like, "I I, <laughs> I like buying cameras too much. What I'm writing isn't, it's not, you know, it's a little inauthentic, some sounding at times." So I was like, "All right, man, don't worry about it. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll see what I can do. We'll see if we can write a piece on it." And uh, I let it sort of sit for a while. I didn't, you know, but it did just sort of hit me one one day that I was like, "God, I have so many cameras." and I barely shoot any of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. And part of that is that we're working all the time and, you know, we're too busy to really get out. But a uh, big part of it, too, is is it's like, okay, am I going to, like, load up the gear, get in the car, drive to a location, shoot for, you know, an evening or a couple days and then get the film processed and edit? Or should I just sit down and go on eBay and see if like, I can yeah. find something <laughs> kind of neat? And yep. eventually you fall into that trap of, of okay, I'm just going to, you know, this is my hobby. The hobby is collecting. But, and, and that's fine too. I should, I should stress, and I think I'd said it in the article, oh, if, yeah, that's, yeah, if that's totally. the hobby, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, finding mm-hmm. those rare pieces and, and, you know, uh, sort of hunting them out, like you said, is, is great. And again, as I said in the article, as long as you're not like spending your kid's college fund <laughs> yeah. or, or whatever. Um, yes. But yeah, if, if that's the hobby, that's awesome and, and have fun with it. But in my case, it was the, the hobby was trying to take decent pictures.
2: yeah.
0: Um, and eventually, yeah. yeah, eventually it was like just a little too much collecting, not enough photography. So and if, if people didn't read that, uh, go read it. Um, the sort of the the way that I dealt with that issue is is I sort of broke the cameras down into into type. So SLR, TLR, rangefinders, medium format. You know, just break them down into type and then keep the best or, or the one that works for you the most um, yeah. of each type. So that mm-hmm. way, you know, you still sort of feed that collection urge, but at the same time, you you have a manageable amount of cameras. How many cameras uh, the, did you get
1: rid of? Just just out of curiosity.
0: Oh, so having the camera store, uh, is sort of like, it's a little different than, than a lot of people. So Cheater. there's like, yeah, there's yeah. A, so, there's a, so there's an inventory and those, you know, so I had a keeper shelf in my office away from sort of the inventory of the shop. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. in the article I said, that shelf just became mm-hmm. like, it was one shelf, then it was two. And then all of a sudden the whole, like all the books came off, all yep. the, <laughs> all mm-hmm. the sort of like, de- you know, decor pieces came off, everything was off and it was just cameras. Um, much like what I see behind you there yeah that's a, same, same exact thing same exact so, thing. so yeah, I, I guess to answer the question, the keeper shelf probably had like 50 or so cameras on it that were just mine. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna sell these I'm not yeah. you know but uh, yeah, I did have to just pare down and, and those went to the store and they found they found uh, uh, shooters who, who love them. Uh, you know that's a cool part of, about it too. I get I, I, a lot of the people that buy from the shop uh, follow the shop on Instagram. And they'll, they'll tag, you know, pictures with the camera they bought. So that's cool. I got to see oh, some of these awesome. cameras that yeah. were on my shelf. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I had a Contax G1. I and,
1: love that uh, it's, camera.
0: Yeah, it's, it's great. The only reason I got rid of it is because I have a G2. Yeah. <laughs> <So I kept laughs>
2: that
0: makes that. sense. Uh, yeah, but uh, the G1 is great, though. I mean, I don't want to get too far off on a tangent, but the G1 is like is so much smaller than the G2, and people don't really talk about that that much. Yeah. They're, you know, the the... the dominant conversation with the G series is the G2 is better, and the G1 is not as good because it can't accept certain lenses unless it has the right sticker and, and uh, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But it's just a smaller camera. Anyway, yeah, see, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah. If you start asking me about specific yeah. <laughs> cameras, we'll just keep it. Well, going. I was actually but, uh,
1: thinking if I, in my head when we were talking about this, I'm like, if I had if I had to give away half of what I own just by slimming down, I think the G1 would probably be the, the rangefinder that I keep. Just because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. glass on that and the, the sharpness is just oh so yeah
0: beautiful lenses yeah the only the only problem with those lenses is is they're hard to mount to modern mirrorless cameras yeah. which is something that people with legacy lenses tend to want yeah um, but I have found this adapter that works really well oh interesting <laughs> and uh, yeah we're gonna write about that pretty soon it's actually on the we also have a shelf of the to be written about you know so it's, it's great and it's, <laughs> it's on there so anyway yeah so that was uh that was that article yeah if you're feeling overwhelmed maybe give it a read it's, and then... it's
1: also interesting to, to like think of it as two different hobbies do you know what i mean mm, yeah like yeah like yeah. camera collecting and the photography side is I never really thought about it as like, you know, you were saying like, that's what you're into, like that's the thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is two different things. That's kind of crazy. It can be, it can
0: be a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: people just have cameras that like don't, they don't touch at all and just have them on display and stuff like that. People who don't shoot with, with, uh, yeah, their display cameras.
0: Yeah, there's this Facebook group that I bet a lot of the people listening know about or are even in because it, it's a very popular uh, Facebook group. And it's I think it's called Vintage Camera Collectors.
2: Oh. And
0: there's lots of people in there that are shooting their stuff. But yeah, if you go into that group, if you join that group and hang out, you'll see that it is, it is, it's an own sort of entire uh, ecosystem where people really sort of nitpick the minutia of like this one's collectible yeah. because it has this little mark yeah. and this one isn't yeah. that's really cool so, real. i need too. to join that really like, all over yeah, that it's, it's it's a really good group it's uh you can actually learn quite a bit um you know just from hanging yeah. out and talking to people and for the most part everyone's friendly uh some of the facebook groups can be a little bit <laughs> like okay uh which is again another reason yeah. why i started the the website was because when i first looked into like, oh, I want to go read about cameras and, and talk to people about cameras. It was like, there's so much, you know, bad stuff out there, yeah. sort of like angry, you know, weird <laughs> people. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, so anyway, oh, yeah. Uh, that one, that one's a good one. Um, so if you want to, if you want to join a group, that's a little shout out to them. I guess they'll, they'll be happy about that's that. That's
1: awesome. So. so how soon after casual photo file did the camera shop come out?
0: I was pretty quick. It was, it was a couple months or maybe, maybe three or four months. Um, and anyone who sort of thinks about that will know the reason pretty, pretty quick when I was writing about <laughs> <laughs> writing about all these different cameras, obviously that necessitated buying a lot of stuff. And after just a couple months, it was like, okay, I can't just have, you know, $6,000 worth yeah. of old <laughs> <laughs> cameras lying yeah. around. Oh yeah. And this was early days too, so like the site wasn't bringing in any revenue or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I needed to move these on to someone else and, and then and then use that to fund the next round and so we could keep writing and pr- keep producing content.
1: That's smart that you uh, made it, you know attached it and made it part of um, Yeah, your yeah, the, yeah, the yeah,
0: the the store was certainly born out of necessity. It was, it was, we wanted to write, or I wanted at that point, it was just me. I wanted to write about cameras. And the only way to do that was to have lots of cameras coming in all the time. So, you know, um, the best way to do that was to just turn it into an e-commerce thing and did it for two years running, running both sites, uh, while working a 40 hour week day job. And then after two years, it was like, all right, time to focus on this Completely. So that's the dream. That's,
1: Love it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's where we're at. Been ver- been very lucky to for that to happen.
2: It's super inspiring, man. Because that's like putting that article that you wrote uh, about the you know kind of knocking your gear down a little bit and stuff. And it's I you know every time I buy these cameras at Goodwill or antique stores or something like that, like the ultimate goal is to you know flip the camera, mm-hmm. kind of just yep. get rid of it. You know, shoot it, try it out, get rid of it. I'm not you know I don't have a a blog about these cameras. So it's just kind of a personal mm-hmm. thing, just a you know, check another box yep. per se. Yep. But, um, yeah, it's just really cool to see what you've done with, with that, you know, turning that into a store. It's kind of hopeful for me. It gives me a little hope <laughs> for this, this pile of cameras I have back here that I need to kind of thin out, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's good. The market, the market's good right now. People want these things. Um, so that's, that's, oh great. yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Cause
2: anytime I put, Anytime I put something up for sale, it, it goes literally in like a yeah day. yeah so. for sure yeah.
0: Um, well, I mean when I started, I, the prices were a lot lower than they are now, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I guess, good for for the store owners and and the people sort of promoting this stuff. But yeah, it seems to be going up. Seems to be more and more people interested, which is which is awesome. Um, so hopefully that keeps keeps happening and we keep getting new film stock and. Uh, yeah it it doesn't go away anytime soon because uh you know more more than the sort of economics of it or anything like that it is just a great culture it's it's a really unique sort of culture where everybody is very positive and and interested and willing to learn and willing to help others i just remember like when i was mostly into digital shooting how sort of treacherous it was to sometimes even ask for advice on something it was like mm-hmm. oh goodness. hey guys i to. You know, i'm taking this shot of you know anything it could have been anything it's like oh i want to take a, a, a shot of the moon and it's like you know the first 10 responses on the forum that you're in are calling you a noob or saying you know <laughs> your, yeah. your setup isn't real. good enough or you need a different lens or you know whatever so mm-hmm. i still can't uh, take so a photo f- of the moon no. Every time it
1: was like a super moon or a full moon or something crazy. Yeah. I don't even try because I just get too frustrated.
0: Yeah, it can be. The I remember the the time I tried, I just kept failing. Then I went on Google and I was like, "How to take a picture of the moon?" And it like told me told yeah. me the settings to use, and I actually got a pretty good one. So
1: nice. Try. try <laughs> I have that. to try again. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's a testament of the times of how how uh, like you're seeing that the turnaround's good and stuff like that. It's you know, film photography is definitely picking up. I think, I think it's just growing and expanding and, and there's not that, you know, noob community (laughs) kind of thing going on where people are, you know, mocking you or looking, I mean, yes, there's going to be hate everywhere. That's just, that's just a part of life, but you know. For the most part, you know, like we talked about with I think every other guest that's been on here, it's just like a tight knit community, Mm -hmm. you know, I can go, I can go to you, I can go to Chris, I can go to Mike, I can go to Joey, I can go to anyone. And I can just be like, look, I'm having an issue with this camera. I saw that, you know, you know, a little bit about it, like, or this film stock, you know, it's just, and I'm not, you know, shaking in my boots (laughs) to say something to you about it. I I know that you're just going to be like, hey, man, this is this is what I did, you know, like, does this help, you know, and it's just it's great.
0: I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's great. It's it's really it's uh I think trying to decide if it's if it's people are into the craft or they're into the gear more that's sort of like a conversation I have yeah. with myself all the time because we're we're sort of walking that line on on the on casual photo file trying mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, should we post more gear stuff? Should we post more? and The numbers tell you, but yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, So, what do you guys think? Do you think?
1: What do the numbers say? I'm curious to hear that.
0: Well, it's it's a little bit sad for people that are you know value the photo more than anything else, but it's it's far and away gear. Yeah. (laughs) As far as the analytics and the statistics show, which I don't know, I guess it makes sense. It's easier to buy gear than, and this goes back to our other conversation of the collector versus the shooter. Um. -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier to buy gear than than to do the work. So anyway, I just that was something I sort of bring up to everybody that I talk to. So I was kind of bringing it up to see see what your guys' thoughts on that was. But um,
1: I mean, I definitely for I mean, it's like the does the gear matter question. I think Mm -hmm. it 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 does for the the like look that you're going for the the aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like if you're looking for you know images that look like you shot it with a pinhole camera, then You'd use a pinhole camera. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, you need, you need yeah. a pinhole.
1: <laughs> so it all, it all, you have to figure out what matters like for you and what gear matters for you. I mean, there's certain things that I like that people don't, you know? And there's certain oh, yeah. things that,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: you know, vice versa and things like that.
0: You guys have the, um, the uh, sort of challenges that you put out or, or the projects every week. You're getting yeah. a lot of feedback on those. You're getting a lot of people sort of engaging. Yeah, uh, we're getting a lot of yeah.
1: responses. It's been oh, really, sure. Timothy and I were just looking at the Flickr group before we started recording today. And it's just, it's just, the feedback has been wonderful. I love going in there and just kind of looking at work. Cause, you know, for me, it is both. I think I am somebody who likes gear a lot. I like, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: nice cameras and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but I also, yeah. you know, love photography and love looking at photos, of like taking photos and imagery in general. So, like, Seeing everybody's incredible work is has been really inspiring too.
2: Yeah, that's great. Good to yeah, hear. Thanks for thanks for sharing, guys. I mean, I I wanted to touch on uh, doing <clears throat> making YouTube videos. You know, I I make I do some gear reviews, I do some camera reviews and stuff like that, or like film stock reviews. And I I wish I wish I could do more like process reviews, kind that's of a like good idea. or how I got a certain image image review. But those videos, I mean, I. YouTube is a hobby for me. I'm currently, you know, not big in the community, but I, I have a decent following now and it's, I, I want it to grow. And for me to have that channel grow, I have to do camera reviews. It's just a part <laughs> yeah. of the, yeah. the thing, you know, like you have to throw them up there, but I've kind of promised myself I wouldn't, not so much say like sell yeah. out. Like, I don't mean it like yeah. that. Just like I wouldn't make it a gear review channel because there's a million yeah. of those yeah, out there, but right. I... You know, I have to throw a couple in every once in a while or put, put the title of a camera mm-hmm. in the yeah. in the you know, as as the title. And and then you get the comments though. It's funny, you get comments where they're just like, Man, all you do all you're doing is camera reviews lately. What happened to you, you know, why like the more philosophy based, you know, videos that I've made, they're they're like, Why don't you make those again? See, those are a awesome. Lot for and both. I'm like because yeah, but it, it doesn't show on yeah. the counter, you know, <laughs> it's like, those videos are still at like two or 300 views. The other ones are like yeah, hitting thousands, nice. you know, sure. and it's oh, just yeah. weird. It's, it's so weird how that is. Interesting. It's a bummer. All right, guys, this brings us to the part of the show where we answer a listener question. And this question's from John Sadless, And he said, it seems like you guys develop your own photos. But what are your thoughts about companies like The Darkroom and Indie Photo Lab? that have surpassed other chain companies such as CVS and Walgreens in film developing?
1: That's a good question. Well, for me, um, I don't develop my own film. You do color and I know <laughs> black and white, so I send all my stuff to a lab <laughs> cause just because I, I don't know. I, I really should start developing black and white again, but I just like to just go and drop it off and then wait for it to you know, be ready for me. Um, yeah. I oh, think yeah. companies like... Like the darkroom, indie photo lab, indie film lab, the fine lab, there, those are all great, and they're all doing very well right now. As far as them surpassing chains like CVS and Walgreens, I'm glad that that's happened, because all of those those labs yeah. are, you know, they take it very seriously. Like you're you're sending it to a professional lab who are only focused in on, you know, getting you the best quality. I've sent mine off specifically to to. Um, the fine lab, and they'll give you feedback on your images if you want. They'll, you know, they'll they'll email you and say, you know, how how do they look? Is there anything we can tweak? So they're there for you to to get you the best photograph. So I'm 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 glad that that's that they've surpassed uh, chains like CVS and Walgreens because they don't care. They're just De- there to develop and
2: i gonna say with the chains i mean walgreens do you want the same guy who's uh stocking exactly. <laughs> green beans developing your film i mean as for dropping it off and getting it developed i mean that's one thing rather than getting their scans or getting like a disc mm-hmm. of their scans because their scans are the worst thing ever they don't care about yeah. it you know and no they're, they're like very minimal yeah, and the 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 size file or the the file size is, is so minimal. Like it it doesn't even open up wide on your screen or anything. Yeah. It's it's barely usable for anything. But I mean, if if you're in a pinch and you need it like in 1 hour, you know, drop it off at Walgreens, but scan it at home if you have a scanner or something. I don't yeah. I don't even know. But as for I mean, I everyone knows who's listening probably that I develop my own stuff, but I kind of I do all that out of out of, like, joy and relaxation. I, I, and I love that part of the process, you know? I, I love going out and shooting and then the magic of pulling it out and, you know, pulling the negative out of the water after the rinse and being like, mm-hmm. there they are, you know? Like, there's the magic for me. And, you know, I've, I've only ever used a professional lab, I think, once or twice. And it was the film film box here in Nashville. It was right before I started developing my own color film, I I just sent out a couple rolls cuz I, you know, shot a couple rolls of medium format and sent it to them and they you know, they have a whole system where you pick like yeah, how you want your contrast, awesome. yeah. like how you like the color, you know, it's the the professional labs are professional labs for that reason. Like it is I mean, I I just heard this thing on wedding photographers. A lot of digital wedding photographers are switching to film because of their yeah. lab, you know? They don't have to edit all those photos anymore, like the digital photos. They send it to a lab, and they have their specific, you know, their specific look because they use that lab all the time. They have their settings. They send those pictures there. They get them back. They're yeah. done. You know what I mean? Like that's what a professional lab does for you. So that's, I don't know, man. I think
1: it's yeah. an awesome thing. Me too. What about you, James?
0: Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> they're all doing really good work these days. Um, I think the user experience has sort of caught up with the times you know where you go on the website it's very simple now Um, I remember a few years ago some of these websites were pretty you know I don't want to call them archaic but that's kind of what they were and and even even sending your film to like a lab across the country was much more of a process I guess than it is today yeah Um, like I know the dark rooms uh, process for you know just setting up what you want and sending it away is so simple it's it's fantastic yeah. all you really need is to have a padded envelope yeah and you can get your film developed and uh you know in just a few days you get the scans and then your negatives come back so so that's cool but um we're lucky i'm lucky where i am i have a local local guy who does some uh pretty pretty good work <laughs> he's been developing in the same place since like the 1970s well. so um oh nice love yeah, he's that a, he's love in hearing nice guy but yeah I do I use the darkroom for a lot of the website stuff so a lot of the scans you see on on the website were from the darkroom so yeah they're they're doing a good job and uh, they're keeping they're, they're helping to keep this going so so yeah if you don't have a lab near you don't use CVS yeah. or Walgreens or, yeah. or whatever <laughs> exactly you know go on go online and use these people because they're they're you know putting putting it all back into into the the hobby um, which is which is good good for everyone
1: all right, guys, so this week's photo challenge is going to be your favorite color portrait. So, yeah, it could be shot with any any camera, no limitations on the camera, just your favorite color portrait. So it has to be of a person. Uh, and again, that'll if you can add it to the Flickr group, it's Analog Talk Podcast Flickr um, on Flickr, and we will share it on our Instagram as well as our website. And we just want to say thanks again, everybody, for contributing to the photo challenges so far. They've been... So awesome! I love seeing your guys' work and sharing sharing that stuff. So uh, keep it up.
2: I just wanted to add to that um, with the Flickr. When you add your picture to the Flickr group, maybe you wanna in the description add your Instagram yes. handle so we can share it on the Instagram. It's just so we're not like you know putting your picture up without a name also, or you know.
1: Also make sure it's available for for download because if I, otherwise I oh, can't yeah. do anything with it. <laughs> That's so important. So just make sure it's it's a. Uh, Set to downloadable. Cool. Well, th- this has been an awesome episode. Thank you so much for joining us, James. Where can everybody check you out?
0: Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, if any of your listeners want to read what we're putting out there, check out uh, casualphotophile.com. And uh, the camera shop is fstopcameras.com. Are you on Instagram or Flutter yeah, yeah, or both. Anything? Both Flutter. sites have Instagram accounts. Uh, it's just at casualphotophile and at uh, cameras. And uh, yeah, we're always posting stuff on there that you might not see uh, on the website or anywhere else. So uh, yeah, it's a good idea to follow those, and and you'll <laughs> you'll get some sometimes a little behind the scenes, which can be kind of fun.
1: It's always fun.
0: Yeah, you you guys definitely
2: had me drooling on the on the website and the Instagram. Just seeing those cameras, man. I'm yeah, I'm surprised
0: you I'm surprised you guys didn't didn't do the uh, favorite camera conversation. Like we all talk about our favorite cameras. It's like that's the classic. I mean that's the question I get asked yeah. asked every single day. Well, now <laughs> so. I want to
1: do it. let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah now now what's what's your favorite camera? Um, my favorite camera, I wanted to know your your favorite cameras.
1: okay, my favorite camera see this goes <laughs> it's it's hard because like you said, you have to break it down and you know favorite meeting format, favorite important shoot, favorite rangefinder. yeah,
0: yeah yeah it, it
1: all really depends okay. on how I'm feeling that day. But I have mm-hmm. to say my favorite rangefinder and the one like that that like I'll travel with just because like I know I'm getting amazing sharp images is gonna be the G one. Mm. And
0: Yeah, it's a great great camera.
1: Just the images you can get out of that thing are, are incredible.
0: Yeah, the lenses are great and I love I love all the noises it makes. Just the yeah. whirring of the advanced yeah. <laughs> motor and, and the shutter is so it just makes this beautiful like, noise. Shink, it's like shink, Yeah. It's shink. so great. Which is very a very strange thing to say, I will admit. It's like uh you know, if I said this to anyone besides like you guys or the people listening, they would just be like, Yeah, you're, yeah, that's so great. And then they would move away from me at the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd like, Go find someone else or like, Oh, my drink's empty. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah, right so, back. No, that's, that's why we got to stick together.
1: You? That's why the community is such an amazing thing because, yeah. That, and I've, yeah. I've told this story before. The first day of photography school when I walked in the door and, and there was, you know, what, 200 people and, we were all there because we love photography I will never Mm. forget that was the first time in my life that I was around other people because it was it was really only me in my hometown that was like shooting photography so I'm an advocate for the community for sure because of that
0: yeah you've you've you found your people Mm -hmm. and there's really there's nothing better than when you find your your people i mean it's it's great
1: absolutely and my and and my yashika t4 everybody knows (laughs) but can't forget my baby you and your yashika
0: oh i should tell you tomorrow we're posting a review of the t2 which is i mean it's not the t4 i mean but hey it's it's okay. It's
1: good. I'll, it's I'll take no it. T4. I'll take it if I find it in a, in a, in a, in a Goodwill for sure. Not gonna be yeah, mad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim, what what about you? What's your favorite camera? If you can, if you if you oh, can man, pin it
2: down. I, I think I can pin it down. I I had gotten a Mamiya RB67 a couple years ago. Oh. It was probably like three or four years ago, and shot my entire first book on it, oh. and then I sold it because I was like, man, this thing's just too heavy. Oh yeah, I need to get rid of it. So, I sold it, and I got a Veronica ETRSI, and absolutely hated that camera. Like, I hated the Veronica. And it's a beautiful camera. It's it's nice. It's light. It just wasn't my Mamiya RB67. Yeah. So, after, after waiting a couple years and being extremely bummed out about it, I got another RB, and this one came with... A couple extra backs, a different lens, like just a bunch of other stuff that my other one didn't have, and it's in a lot nicer condition. I don't, I don't need a meter to shoot with that camera. I just know it. You know, that is an extension of my, of my eye, or you know what I mean. That I just know that camera in and yeah, out, yeah. And that's just gonna have to be it. I mean, I love. I have a bunch of 35 millimeter cameras and stuff that I would say that I love, but it's. It's the Mamiya RB67.
0: Yeah, it's a great camera. I think I I remember shooting that for a couple weeks, and I was like, oh, I need to write about this. And I I like strapped it to this giant aluminum Manfrotto tripod that I had, and I walked yeah. I walked around Boston for like two days with this ridiculous camera and this huge tripod, and I I came home. I you know after like two days, I was. Maybe like on the third day I woke up and like the whole right side of my body was sore. Because mm-hmm. I, I had it like, you know, I had my camera bag and that and it was balanced on my shoulder. Oh, I, yeah. was, I must have walked like, you know, 10 miles. And yeah, it was just a, yeah, huge camera, but but a really nice camera. You know, very solid, not too expensive, especially. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they're super affordable. Yeah, and and, yeah.
0: and with the image quality that you can get from them, I mean, it's a really great value. So that's a that's a good choice. What about you? What are you? Uh, one second, I'll be right back. <laughs> you, so, if if anyone listening has been to the site and they're listening to this, they they probably know what I'm going to say. But I'm not going to say it. I'm going to go off sort of off the rails on this one. People have called me a Minolta fanboy on the site. They've <laughs> they've yelled at me for liking the Cle so much, and they've told me that it's not a Leica, which it, it's not a Leica, but but. I've said it's better than the M-series, and they don't like that. So I'm not going to say the CLE is my favorite camera ever, because it, it is, but I'm not going to say it. Oh. <laughs> so instead, I brought it to show you the guys, the, the people listening won't be able to see, but
1: oh. it is
0: my <gasps>
2: oh.
0: Rolleiflex 6008 Professional SLR Medium Format. I think this is it. Is a that beast. Is... Look at that. It's huge. Yeah. It's 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 deceptively ergonomic though. I mean, it feels great. It has this handle on the side here. Um, all the all I the controls are handle. right here. I mean, you can shoot this thing. It's 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 very comfortable. Um, is it heavy? It's heavy. Yeah. It's definitely heavy. It's it's a big <laughs> it's a big camera. It's not as heavy as the RB67. I don't think I would have to look at the spec sheet to yeah to really give you a, you know. A, uh, Really, and look at that but, thing I, I wish you guys could see this right yeah. now go on the yeah you'll see it it's been on my Instagram account so if you go on there I'll post a picture too we'll do it uh, I'll post a picture of this thing tomorrow awesome and uh, if, if anyone wants to see it I'll send a picture to you guys you can put it on your Instagram account too uh, whatever you, whatever you yeah. want to do because it is it is worth looking at and uh but yeah, it's a special camera. It's just uh Is that six seven? Is that six by seven? This is no, it's square, so it's six mm-hmm. six. Oh, yeah. it's six six. Um, okay. What cool. I like about this is it has all kinds of shooting modes. It has uh single shot continuous, it's got uh aperture priority auto exposure, it has program mode, so it's like this is sort of I don't wanna say it's cheating, but it is kinda like medium format like you can kind of cheat, you know, it's not some of the old, like yeah. some of the older medium, like the older rollies, which are obviously all manual and, and beautiful cameras. But this just sort of gives you more, it gives you some more options, and it's a camera I don't get out with as much as I would like, and that's probably another reason why it's like my favorite. So this was, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is on my my keeper shelf, and I didn't even glance at it when I was trimming my collection. It was like not even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this yeah. isn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's that's what I'll say. Uh, besides the one that people are sick of me talking about, which is the Cle, this is uh, my favorite camera. So that is a beautiful, I th- I beautiful think that piece right there. Turn it yeah. into
1: my favorite, and then my second favorite. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Sorry, I, I stretched the rules a little bit. So did bigger. I? But I did. I listened to uh, pretty much all of your episodes. I think I missed one of your episodes, but I did see that uh, Mike said that the Cle was his favorite camera too, and I was just like, yes, Yeah, yes, another finally because yeah. people talk about it, but they it's like it gets just as much sort of negative talk as actually it gets way more negative talk. I mean, everybody. That's just crazy. I I, That's I bring crazy up the CLE to CLE And they're like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's electronic. Uh, it's, you know, it has a short range finder base length, which I'm just like, God, it's so <laughs> nerdy. <laughs> it's like such a nerdy thing to care about. Those are two cameras to look at. And, and the cameras that you guys mentioned, everybody should, everybody should research those. Yeah. Cause they're they're all like just fantastic. If you don't have any one of them, go get them.
1: I, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> yeah, get them all. I'm, so I'm actually thinking about picking up a camera, and I wonder if you've reviewed it on your site. I didn't check. Um, okay. The contacts, T, not the small one. Teeth uh, 2
0: So, okay. So the, yeah. the I haven't reviewed that. Um, I have the T. It's right over there. That's the one, the flip, the flip out lens. Yeah. That's so the, not the first one, not the T you're looking at the T2. Yeah. Yes. Super expensive. Um, if I'm being honest, it's just a really pricey camera.
1: I always Um, get them confused. Let me make sure.
0: Everybody loves the, everybody loves the T2. Uh, everybody really loves the T3, but it's like stratospheric prices. Yeah. That's
1: up to Um, like what? Yeah. Like. Th-
0: I mean, I see them. I see them for like a thousand yeah. dollars, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. just going um, to say. If, if, and if the T two like six, seven. Yeah, if it's the black one, for whatever for whatever oh, yeah. reason, I guess maybe maybe they produced fewer black ones. I don't know the numbers on that. I would have to do some research. But um, more more likely, it's just a just a style thing, but um, sort of dictated by the market. But yeah, I mean, T two. I've seen a lot of really excellent photos taken mm-hmm. with it, but. For me, I think the price is just a little too yeah. high for, for what you're getting. And you, if you have uh, the Yashica, I mean, you've got... I know. You've got, you know... <laughs> it's you just because it's so pretty. <laughs> it's you know, I like, it is. It, it it's is such it's a pretty gorgeous. camera. Ugh. It is. It is really pretty. And somebody... it's, it's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic sort of example of you have this product, which will produce this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but, but it's maybe a little less attractive and then you have this one that everybody, you know, when it was designed and when it came out and advertised it was it was done so as a premium product, right? So, yeah, the contacts and the yashika they're going to be very very similar. They're going to make you, you won't be able to tell the difference. So I don't the,
1: need it is what you're saying.
0: No, I'm saying if you really want it, okay. It, <laughs> I mean, you you only live once. I yeah. mean, let's let's enjoy our time here, but if your if your concern is the photo, I think you'll get the same yeah. photos from from what you have. I probably
1: won't um, end up getting it anytime soon unless it shows up in a Goodwill or something. Somebody on our right. our Facebook oh, man. actually we have two stories of somebody us like recently sharing that they've they found um, some gems. Somebody on our fo- on our Facebook group he posted that he found the uh, contacts T two for like three dollars. Yeah and. He's like, "What do you think it's worth?" And I was like, "Oh my god, just, <laughs> just give it to me if you want." But another friend of mine, uh, who's a photographer, his name's David Apuzo. We've been friends for years, and he just shared he he found a Shiga T four on a Goodwill like two days ago for wow. for four bucks. <laughs> I
0: think I saw that on yeah. your. Uh, I think it might. Yeah, be on your Instagram. I saw that. On yeah, recently.
1: so it's it's like it's I'm gl- I'm it, it's amazing that those finds are still out there because I I recently went went thrifting and. and I feel like it's the shift is happening, like yeah, it's starting to be like the first gen like digital yeah. cameras, and I'm like, no, yep. <laughs> wait, <laughs>
0: no. Yeah, yeah. I've, i mean, yeah. You, you definitely, sort of uh where more people are being aware of it. You're also sort of like the. I don't say this in like a pejorative way, but the people that watch American Pickers,
1: yep, I know, and, and
0: like want to be yeah. the American yeah. Pickers, like they're now sort of onto yeah. it, right? So instead of these cameras just ending up at a donation store or whatever they're going on ebay mm-hmm. and, and stuff so it's getting yeah it's definitely getting harder to find those crazy deals
1: they're um, out there though
0: yeah 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 so. uh, if and if, if anybody wants like tons of cameras you just need to open a camera store run it for three there years you go. straight nonstop, there you go. and then and then uh slowly build up this like list of people who just contact you which is what which is great because mm-hmm. they're like hey i have 250 cameras and I, I, <laughs> oh my so, god <laughs> yeah so that's that's the real way to do it i'll get right it's on a it a lot of it's, it's a lot of fun <laughs> you should do it
1: awesome all right james thanks again for joining us this really has been an awesome conversation so everybody can check us out. We are at analogtalkpodcast.com is our website. The Flickr group, Analog Talk Podcast, to share the photos. Our Instagram, same name, Analog Talk Podcast. On Twitter, we are Analog Talk Pod. And then if you would like to send us a listener question, we can answer on air with our guests, uh, analogtalkpodcast at gmail.com.
2: Send in those questions, guys. We love this. Uh,
1: Timothy, where can we find you?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Timothy Makeups. And I also make YouTube videos. You can find me there. It's just my name. It's Timothy Ditzler, D-I-T-Z-L-E-R. You can also find me on this podcast. And yeah, that's about it for socials. I mean, I do other (laughs) ones, but you don't, I don't, you know, you don't want to talk (laughs) to me on Facebook.
1: All right, guys. So I'm a crispy photo on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And I think that's it. And, oh, I also have a, if you want to see my photography, it's my full name, Christine Bartolucci on Instagram. And that's it. So awesome Awesome. episode, guys. Thanks again, James, uh, for joining us. And we will will, um, see everybody in the next one.
0: All right. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.